Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 231 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. And my name is Reddy. Ready, Ready Freddy? <laughs> no, my name's Barbara, but I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. So we're actually recording this early again. I know. We're always got so much going on in the weekend. But this weekend, or last weekend, once this episode comes out, it's the triathlon. So what are you, two days away now? Uh, yeah, T minus two. Yeah. Do you do any training up until now, or are you um, done? Are you yeah, I swam a half mile yesterday. I ran three today. I'm taking tomorrow off, and then the race is Sunday. Awesome. I am one ready mother just saying. This hopefully will not be your last episode. Let's yeah. just, <laughs> fingers right. crossed. You got this. You're going to win your age group. You're going to win. You're yeah. just going to win the whole thing. Let's just do top five in age group. I'll be happy with that. There you go. And uh, there's probably what? Five contestants? Just no. Kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Sleep. Sleep. All right. All right. Let's get right to Let's it. Go. So last Friday, we and our good friends at Asiga picked and announced the winner on Facebook and Instagram for the Asiga Max UV bundle. A huge congratulations to... That's my drum roll. Yvonne Whitman. Whitman. For winning this amazing package. And we are happy to hear that it's going to such an amazing technician from Crane Dental Lab in Rochester, New York. Great job. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone that took the time to fill out the entry form. In case you didn't hear, if you did fill out the entry form and you took five minutes out of your day, you got an email from Asiga that gives you an $1,000 off your purchase of an Asiga Max. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's not a bad deal for just answering a few questions. So if you did fill out an entry form and you didn't get that email, check your junk, let them know. Because you can get $1,000 off one of the best printers in the industry. Well, because Asiga uses resellers, that $1,000 off works with any of them, like Whitmix or NOAC, and there's a few other ones out there. Make sure you take advantage of that great opportunity, and thank you, Asiga, for providing this wonderful, wonderful giveaway. So one of the questions on the entry form was actually, what is your favorite episode of Voices from the Bench? Barb and I had a great time reading all the responses. Now, there were many that said, I can't decide, or I love them all, the memes are the best. And really, I, I think just about every episode and guest got a mention. But Barb and I wanted to pick out a few of our favorite ones that are really worth mentioning. So the first one, now these are all what people said is their favorite episode. The one with Mr. Awesome drinking beer early in the morning, because I can relate to that. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just yeah. remember, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> and I have not listened to any voices from the bench, but I can learn to love anything. Nice. Yes, we love getting new listeners. Yes. And yes, we are easy to love, let me tell you. Well, my favorite one was the first one. When I started, I followed a few dental techs that shared your podcast, and I started from the very first. I'm not sure that was great, but keep going. <laughs> I honestly felt like I was listening to my people. It had such an impact that it convinced me that this industry is what I was made for. I love you guys. Love learning from listening. And of course, the comedy and humor that comes along with it. Nah, we don't have yeah, Isn't that great? That. We always have you guys playing in the background at the lab. Old and new episodes. Always so much insight. Thank you. You think we're thinking like overhead speakers in the lab? I would say hmm. so. I hope they increase the bass so I sound real deep. <laughs> I like the host. They are really trying to bring us the news and really cool people to the podcast so we can all interact together and share our knowledge. Also, not to mention the mere fact that a dental podcast exists. What is there not to love? I like that one. Indeed. What is not to love? Right on. <laughs> all right. To be completely honest, I have not listened or seen it yet. You send me a link and I will listen and tell you more. Why do I get all those that? <laughs> well you know what i think i sent you a link listener all right so, there you go how could you not hear about us how rude right being able to hear the success and struggles of other fellow technicians 
knowing that we all go through hard times, bad cases, experience with dentists, and so much more. We are wanting to achieve more and sometimes not knowing something is okay. We learn from each other and meet new technicians through your podcast. Love this. So do I. Yeah, I've met so many people. It's unbelievable. The podcast is down to earth. Good people discussing what goes on behind the scenes in the dental world. I really like the episode where the denturists were highlighted. So do we. Yeah, we love our denturist. Yeah. Absolutely. I've never been called down to earth. I don't think I've ever been referred to that. So that's a new one to me. <laughs> I loved one super old episode where the guests said, relax, it's only a job. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I don't either. I'd love to know who that is. It was probably you and not me because I'm relaxed. <laughs> Come on, it's only a job, Barb. I do love Voices from the Bench, and my favorite episode was the first one because you guys were podcasting babies, and you were very cute. Yeah, we were. We sucked. Just saying. <laughs> Are you saying we're not cute now? <laughs> I'm saying our voices aren't shaking anymore. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm new to listening. I've found to really enjoy this podcast. You two make a great team. Aww. We do make a good team. We like each other. Favorite episode is episode number one, because that was the beginning of an unbelievable podcast that addresses and shares information and knowledge, brings our dental lab community together and reminds us all that we are not alone in our journey. Touche. So true. Most definitely. Nobody is alone. Even if you work by yourself, you're not alone. (laughs) Yep. I love voices from the bench. And one day I'll be on the podcast. You guys are amazing. And I swear you guys help me more than my own peers. Well, what's great is we are your peers. Aww. I found out about this podcast only when I saw that you could win a printer, but perhaps I'll start listening to it. Hey, whatever it takes, right? Oh, this is all you, Elvis. I got to take this one. Every (laughs) episode where Elvis messes up somebody's name is my favorite. So pretty much all of them. (laughs) My favorite answer out of all of them. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Everybody, thank you so much thank for you. participating, and thank you, Asiga, for providing such an amazing contest. But we're not done. We actually have a podcast episode here. Yep. This week, we are wrapping up the conversations I got while at the Ladies of the Mill Summit. Everybody, including you, Barb, yep. should just go ahead and assume you will go next year, because this year was so amazing, we can only assume that the next year is going to be even better. You going to be there? Yes. Promise? Yes. Pinky promise? I swear. I swear. Well, you do. You do swear a lot. First up is Kelly Wellicky. Kelly is a past podcast guest who has a very moving story. At this year's LOTM, Kelly got up on stage for the first time in her life to tell her story in front of hundreds of live people. Definitely out of her comfort zone. I grabbed Kelly about 10 minutes after she got off stage, and also she got about a million hugs, and I got to ask her about her experiences speaking on stage and what she's been up to since she was on the podcast last. Then I had the extreme pleasure to talk to the one and only Jen Ludwig. If you go to any dental meeting, you have probably seen Jen. She's the one making everybody smile. She is a true supporter of everybody in this industry. Jen talks about why she comes to Ladies of the Mill, what her role is at Apex Dental, and how she continues to support all the amazing friends she had made over the years. And then we wrap up the whole summit with a fantastic conversation for some people from Vulcan Custom Dental and BioHorizon. Ashley Boggs is their engineer, and she talks about all the engineering things she has engineered with the implants. Mark Ferguson joins us to talk about the story behind Vulcan and its relationship with BioHorizon and all the great things they are doing. And Jeremy Rollers is the guy they brought on to make sure the support for Vulcan and BioHorizon is not only in sync, but also top-notch. So join us as we chat with Kelly Wellicky, Jen Lugwig, Ashley Boggs, and because guys are invited to go to the summit too, Mark Ferguson and Jeremy Roller. Have you unlocked your dental laboratory's potential through 3D printing? Well, with the Asiga, you can. Did you know Asiga has over 500 validated materials on their open material system? And it's growing every day? By harnessing Asiga's 
proprietary layer monitoring technology with its smart positioning system and its integrated internal radiometer, as a laboratory, you'll be able to produce any indication you desire. It doesn't care if you need models, splints, temporaries, or heck, even permanent crowns. Your investment will be future-proofed with the SEGA's rugged engineering, providing you with a fast, accurate, and repeatable machine with a reputation that is time-tested in the dental laboratory industry. If you'd like to learn more about the Asiga's machine or the material offerings, please visit the website at asiga.com. That's A-S-I-G-A dot com. Or contact your favorite dental reseller. And we appreciate your support of the podcast, Asiga. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. So we are live here at Ladies of the Mill Summit, Nashville, Tennessee, 2022. We have with us past podcast guest and just coming fresh off the stage, Kelly Wellicky. Did I get it right? You got it right. Yeah. Yeah. Second Kelly time Wellicky. High Woo. five. Kelly, how are you feeling? I'm honestly feeling good. I'm kind of feeling proud. Yeah, you should um, be. That I was just able to share my story. If you didn't hear my story, it's episode 212 <laughs> on Voices from the Bench <laughs> podcast. You can get that on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. Nice. <laughs> nice. There's going to be a billboard later about Nashville. Let's go take some photos for it. So let's get this straight. Did you contact Jill before or after the episode came out? Do you remember? I don't remember, actually. Okay. And she contacted me. After ab- the episode, do you think? Before. No, before. Really? She contacted okay. me about about being part of a panel for, I think, Zahn or something. Okay. Just. Yeah, she contacted me about, like, a, a business thing. Like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was some panel going about, like, why trade shows are important or something like that. And she yep. kind of wanted to get me involved. Yep. But I had never been to a trade show. So That's right. You're <laughs> that one that lives in Chicago, never been never to Lab anywhere. Day. That um, is the strangest that's thing. Me. But you, okay. And so <laughs> told her, I'm like, yeah, that's not going to be for me because I've never been anywhere. But hey, while I have you on the phone, I just feel called to tell you like about me. Because and you knew about Jill and this meeting and all yeah, that. Yeah, I've been following okay. her for a long time. Sure. So I have seen like what a wonderful human being she is and how much like grace and dignity she has. And she's just... I can't say enough good things about her. She makes it. us all look bad. She yeah. does. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just felt called to kind of tell her about me because because I, at to that point, I hadn't shared much with yeah. anybody. And so I did and, you know, left her kind of speechless, I guess. And yeah. next thing I knew, she invited me to come speak. And that was kind of all around the time that you and I recorded. Yep. And then um, our episode came out. Right around the time she announced that I was would be here. So. Yeah. And I don't know if you've told this story on the podcast. You didn't agree to do this. Not really, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you initially said no. Well, yeah. I didn't agree. No, I didn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got ushered into it. I got gently pushed. Like, you'll do fine. Yep. Yeah. The day I was going to decline, because I asked for a couple days to think about it. So yeah. the day I was, I was going to decline... Um, was the day that she announced that I was speaking. So by that point, like the social media world knew that I'd be here. Yep. And it was kind of kind of a hard time to back out at that sure. point. Sure. Once you're out there, it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there. So you've never done any public speaking? No. I mean, you deal with doctors a lot. I mean, you deal mm-hmm. with that uncomfortable conversation, but you've yeah. never done it in front of a group. My life's uncomfortable. Well, I get know? that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cl- that's a that's a club I'm happy to be a part of. Yeah. Too. <laughs> So, but you've never done it to a group. No. Just now, you just finished your very first public speaking. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it was amazing. Thank you. You did a great job. It did not look, sound, or feel like you had no idea what you were doing. Thank you. Everything seemed very natural. Thank you so How much. How are you feeling? I feel good. Honestly, I feel proud. And um, it's kind of surreal just to... While making this presentation, there was a lot of reflection. Yeah. And um, it's just kind of crazy to be where I am now. And also, 
you know, if you didn't listen to my episode, now's a good time yeah, that you should go right listen now, to it. Go listen to it, then come back. But because of my previous life choices, I've received a lot of hate in my life. And so this um, experience here today has been nothing but love. And that's like a s- stark contrast to anything I've ever sure. experienced. So that's like, that's refreshing and hopeful <laughs> well because even even from the stage back to the recording here what was it three four hugs just so walking. many hugs yeah i got bum rushed by like <laughs> the denture babes and danny and nina and katie and neftali up there to come take photos like i've never had so many hugs and congratulations and the lady from Clar. like it was just it's nothing but love here so I mean, if that just speaks volumes to the audience that Ladies of the Mill draws in. Yeah. yeah. I'm and so, so, I'm so happy to be here. And I had actually bought a ticket to just come as a guest before she even. Really? Yeah, before she even asked me to speak. She so I was going to be here. I gave it to somebody. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good a technician that lives not too far from here that uh, really wanted to come. I said, just here, take it. Nice. Passing the love. Yes. Passing the love. Right. Pay it forward. Was it hard to put your story together on how you're going to present it on stage? I mean, the podcast is one thing. You shoot questions. You know it's going to be edited. Right. But well, how long did you take to put all that together? Not long enough. Yeah? <laughs> because every Are you time already I, at the reflecting I could have done better stage? Well, because every time I ask Jill about it, like, what are we going to do? Like, how's it going to go? Or are you going to ask me questions? Like, what's the first question you're going to ask? Oh, we'll figure it out. Like, she's so laid back, laid back and sweet and just like. I think she wakes up on stage, honestly. Yes, I think she's, she's <laughs> such a natural. And and I'm like a, so am I going to walk up on stage or will I already be sitting there? <laughs> you want <laughs> to know everything. Is what it a couch or what, is it yeah, chairs? Yeah, what kind of chair? And are they bar stools or are they cha- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get down to the detail. Yeah. So I figured I'm going to do exactly what Jill's telling me and I'm just going to figure it out as we go and go yeah. with the flow and. And I figured how hard could it be because it's my life story. I've lived it. I didn't think I needed it on paper until I had a little brain fart. Yep. But that's because it's a very emotional story. and It's hard to get caught up. It, yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So um, got a little caught up there. But and, and now thinking about it, there's a couple other things that I, had, I wished that I had included. But This is the after presentation, what I could have done feeling. Yeah. You always have it. Next time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there already a schedule next time? No, 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 no. 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 I'm just, I'm just saying maybe one day somewhere else, but. So let's find out where you've been since we've had you on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Are you still solo at your house? Yeah, still solo at my house. You showed some amazing numbers there. I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, some increase in business. You're doing some some good stuff. Yeah. Are you paying yourself yet? Well,. So I'm paying myself in experiences. Like yesterday, I came to Nashville Day early. Yep. And I went and had a spa day. There you go. So Treat yourself. I was real bougie with it. Yeah. I did things that I've never done before. I had a body wrap. A like, body wrap? Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. I know what that is. What do they wrap you in? Well, some kind of warm goop and basically like cellophane. You get wrapped up. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I had a facial. I had a massage, manicure, pedicure. I kind of went big, but nice. I never do that. I never treat myself to anything. But I felt like this was a good uh, time to. We're taking a vacation finally in September. Yeah. But as far as like a paycheck goes, like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't think so. I'm just putting it, you know, it just goes to the savings. So does yeah. that count as a paycheck? I don't know. It's paying myself back. There you I've go. I've been paying myself back. Yeah. Because that's what we used to open the lab. So. Yeah. Because I remember you mentioned on the podcast episode. Yeah. Like, I just still a broke lab owner over here. <laughs> just working a million hours. <laughs> and you've gotten more digital equipment, more of that? Because mm. I think you just got it. <clears throat> I haven't bought any more, but I made just made the decision that I'm going to start, like, Utilizing it. Utilizing it and, like, focusing more on learning it. Because, you know, I'm a new lab, so I've been just taking anything that I had to get open and get the business. But because business has been growing so much, I can kind of start 
picking and choosing what I do yep. with my time, and yep. that would include taking time to learn digital versus yeah. just trying to build a business. Yeah. It's hard when you're just one person it's extremely to hard. do all of that because yep. you're trying to build your brand, you're trying to build your name, you're trying to get out there. So that means you'll take whatever kind of little stuff comes in yep. the door. You're not going to turn it down. Yep. I'm going to start turning it down. You though. should. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. What did you mention? You hate partials? Acrylic partials Acrylic. with mesh. Mesh. Like, why? <laughs> Just why? <laughs> On an office board model, it's going to suck. Yeah. Don't do it anymore. It's Don't gonna waste suck. your time. No, I'm not yeah. going to. One office is going to get fired. Probably Monday. <laughs> She's coming for you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Of course. For everything. You did a wonderful job. Thank you. Absolutely. It couldn't have been better. Thank you, Elvis. You deserve all the success you got. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> cool. We'll talk to you next time. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We are live from Ladies of the Mill, Nashville, Tennessee, 2022. Hi, I'm Elvis. Standing with good friend, longtime companion in the industry, Jen. Ludwig? Yes. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. I was going either Lud or Lude. No, Lud. 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 Jen? Yes. Who are you? Where are you at? I'm with Apex. Yep. We know the Apex people very well. Yes. Yep. And I'm based out of Wisconsin. I manage eastern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. So what is that? You manage multiple labs in that yep. area? Oh, I how have many three labs? locations. Oh, wow. So I have Chicago area, Racine, and then Milwaukee. So you run a lab for Apex in the Chicago area? Mm -hmm. What's the name of that lab? It's Apex of Chicago. Oh. Is that new? Nope. We've had it for, acquired it. It was one of the first labs that Apex acquired really? back six years ago. I need to talk to you ago. off recording because mm -hmm. that's in my territory and I never think I've ever been there. Yeah. How do I miss this? Mm -hmm. eh, don't listen, Preet. I missed a lab. <laughs> So tell me your story. How did you get into the industry? So I started in the industry almost 20 years ago. 20 I years. started entry so level. So when you were five years old. Yeah, yeah. pretty much so. Yeah. Didn't know what a dental lab was. Yep. I you know, was a stay-at-home mom at the time and needed to venture out. Yeah. And my daughter was in school full-time, didn't need me anymore. And so I thought, well, I need to get a life. So this is in Wisconsin? Yep, Okay. in Hartford at yep. PJ's Dental Lab. PJ's? And, yep, PJ's oh, Dental like Lab the, in Hartford. Like the what you sleep in, PJ? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And um, so started there, entry level, metal finishing, eight hours a day. Oh. And um, slowly worked my way up, you know, got bored metal finishing. So started yep. learning little things here and there. Yep. We get yep. bored doing it, learn yep. more, you know, get bored, learn more. And worked my way up to production manager. And then six years ago, Apex acquired us. Okay. And when the previous owners retired, I took over, you know, managing the lab for them. And it was still PJs slash Apex at okay. that time. Yep. And from there, just kept growing, and Apex kept pushing me up. And nice. So, did you ever go to school for it, or? Nope. I have my CDT. You do. Yep. Nice. I am a CDT, but I did not go to school for it. Just learned sitting there on the bench and um, trial and error. A lot of trial mistakes. Trial and error. A lot yeah. of mistakes. It was a while ago when you started in mm -hmm. the lab. Everything was probably analog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100% percent I mean, waxing. I mean, metal finishing. I mean, let's be honest. It's not a thing anymore <laughs> no. as much. No. But Apex is known for digital, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So how did this transition happen? Was Did PJ start to get into it? We started very slowly. I opened up. Um, I started the digital department at PJ's, and we started with Nobel Forte. Oh, the Forte. Yep. The little red dot that moves around. Exactly. So um, I started that, and yep. I remember scanning one case a day. You know, maybe two. And um, then Paid we, for itself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So then we moved into the three-shape. Yep. And um, just slowly doing that. The previous owners were a little gun-shy. They sure. didn't want to move digital. But when Apex came in, it was no full force ahead because we had to give the clients what they wanted. Yep. And doctors wanted digital. And now I would say a good 80, 85% of our incoming work is digital. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have the carbon printers. We have the three-shape. Wow. We have, um, yeah, so we just, we're moving full force ahead. Yeah. So. so how do you manage three labs? Does each lab have another manager? And, like, you're, like, a, an umbrella I'm a manager? Regional, yeah, I'm okay. a regional manager. So each of my locations has an on-site manager. Yep. And, you know, just direct communication, not much sleep, a lot of driving. 
Um, I have a 2019 car with 100,000 miles on it. Ooh. So um, I love driving. I love yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. Spotify and, um, yeah, hands-free driving yep. and a lot of conference calls on the road. So, What do you do at each lab? Just check on them, make sure they're doing all right? Support them, cheer them on. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that keep the company going. My employees yep. are, you know, they're number one in my lab, and, you know, they're they're everything to me. So just support them any way I can. If they need me to pour models, I pour models. If, do you really? I was oh, yeah. just about to ask. If oh, you yeah. need to jump in, you jump in. Huh? Oh, yeah. I'm there to make their job easier. Whatever they need from me, I do. And, nice. you know, we just, you know, support them, make sure that they don't need anything. If there's anything I can do to help them, I do it. And yeah. How can other labs get a gin? <laughs> they just support and uh, cheer and come and help poor models <laughs> when that person calls it sick. Everybody needs a gin. <laughs> well, you have my number. Tell them to reach out to you and then call me. So. You don't have, like, a specific place on a bench. I mean, what no. I mean is you just everywhere. You can fill in. Yep. Even with the digital. Even with the digital. Um, I'm more comfortable with the digital. My background is I specialize mostly in implants. Um, oh, really? I can, okay. yeah, yeah. Implants are my, I'm very comfortable with implants. Nice. I can sit down and that's my wheelhouse. Yep. That's where my comfort zone yep. is. And Mine so <laughs> if I'm ever stressed out, I'll grab a bunch of implant cases and start working because I know I can just tune it out yeah. and go to work. Yeah, implants and not a ceramist. You do not want me to build a crown. Yeah. You do not want me coloring a crown. It would be, no. Yeah. Um, I know my limits. And yeah, that's important. That's what we pay the artist for. You know, yeah, the artists absolutely. are those ceramics. I'm under structure and... Absolutely. Yeah. So what else do you do in your role? Are you in charge of, like, the ordering process and training new employees and all that? Um, all of the above. Okay. So um, a lot of vendor relations. Yep. I do vendor relations, um, HR duties, uh, it just employee engagement. Um, I try to help out with keeping employees happy and, you know, yeah. corporate. You'd be great at that, though. Oh, I love it. I can it. tell you. I love it. That. Just um, your personality, I mean. Yeah, I just, I love making people happy. That's yeah. just, that's me. And I manage the software for all of our labs. You know, we use Evidence Software. Oh, the lab management software. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, That's I a full-time job in itself. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> just wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I take care of that as well. So. so you travel to the other apexes every now and again. I do, yeah. Um, but a lot can be done online. So how many apex are there now? We have 21 now. 21? Yeah. We just um, just added a couple more on the last couple months. So we're eh, up to 21. a few more and yeah. here and there. And yeah. It's a great group. Great yeah. team. Is that the first time you met that group when they came in to buy the lab you were at? Yeah. It was, it was scary at first. I bet. You know, um, because we were a family. You know, our previous owners, we ran our lab like a family. They were at my daughter's graduation or her wedding. Wow. We were a family. And so, you know, yearly meeting, you know, we had it every January. And sitting there, and all these strangers are walking around wearing these Apex shirts. It's like, who's, who's that? Yeah. And, you know, we're sitting there, and the previous owner stands up on the desk, and he's like, we sold. And he starts crying, and it's like, what? That's what? how he told everybody? Yeah. Um, done deal already. So all of a sudden, yeah, we're not your boss anymore. These guys are. And it was like, okay. So I, it was scary because, yeah. you know, you right away think, okay, oh, corporation. Shut us down. Yep. They're going to ship everything out. You hear so many horror stories. But, I mean, I will say, you know, it's Apex was probably not a commercial. But, you know, they were probably one of the best things for us. They opened up opportunities we wouldn't have had being just the small yeah. mom and pop I mean, shop. you know me. I know all those people at yeah. Apex. They're great people. They are. It's such a good organization. They are. And I like that they try, you know, everything made in the USA. Yep. You know, they hold true to that. And then also that we can run our labs independently. We you know we're small hometown labs. We can give our doctors, you know, the customer service and what they expect and what they, you know, they deserve it. So, so like talking about implants, every mm -hmm. individual lab can handle the restoration of that implant in any way they want mm -hmm. to they see fit for their doctors yep oh that's good yeah because usually when things become corporate it becomes a stamp of you have to do it this yeah. way no not with apex nice it's basically what doctors in your area want we haven't had to change they don't have many corporate rules if you want to call it that no i get you yeah. i get you i mean a lot of these times you hear corporate come in mm -hmm. and everything changes yeah how many people were at PJ when they were purchased, and then how many are there now? When they purchased us, we had about 10. Okay. And we are up to about 25. Wow, that is some growth. Yeah. yeah. So we've almost um, we've almost doubled 
since they acquired us um, six years ago. Wow. So it was a lot of it was going digital. And of course, you know, right after they acquired us, we took a dip down because, you know, doctors get scared. And so when the previous owners left, you know, doctors got scared and we lost some, but built it back up and we're about double now. Yeah, but you mentioned digital. I thought the big fear was digital is going to replace technicians, but you added digital and you added technicians? We sure did. And we converted a bunch of technicians that thought that they would never do digital before. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, my gosh. I hand wax. I don't do anything else. Well, guess what? You can do more. Yeah. Are you part of that process? Yeah. Training them? Yep, 100%. How, how is it? I mean. Scary at first. Yeah. Um, technicians don't think that they can because it's such a specialized thing, but they can do it. It's not that hard. It's the same concept, just different tool. What do you find is a, a good flow for them? Like sitting them with a designer mm-hmm. and just kind of letting them see the process? Letting and- them see it, you know, watching it at first and then sitting down and doing it themselves. Because yeah. I think a lot of people, they need to learn hands-on. And yeah. I really think, you know, watching it a couple times, but then sitting down and seeing that it isn't scary. That computer isn't going to blow up if you touch a wrong button. Yep. If I tell you as many times as I've broken a computer, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's why I get so good at it. I learn how to fix it, too. So. Yep. Yep. That's but, amazing. Yeah. But you're right. A lot of those technicians are afraid that mm-hmm. they're going to break that computer. Yeah. No one likes change. No. No one likes change. No. But. It's sometimes good. I bet you're good at making them feel comfortable about the change. Though. I try. Yeah. I try because, you know, you spend more waking hours at work. Why do you want to be miserable? You know, it's That's my philosophy with life in general. Yeah. If I can't have fun, I don't mm-hmm. want to do it. We try to keep, you know, I tell everyone in my lab, we're one big dysfunctional family. We're there to support each other. We're there to hold each other up when we need it. You know, we're there if you just want to have a frustrating, screaming day. <laughs> you know, we're all there for each other. So we're each other's cheerleader. Is your office based in that one that PJ was in? Yep. We're based, um, my home office is based in Slinger, which is just just Slinger. north of Milwaukee. Okay. Um, yeah, we're just north of Milwaukee a little bit. They call us Apex of Milwaukee because everyone knows Milwaukee. Yep. But really, we're in a small town called Slinger. Yeah, that's so probably that's why. So that's my home office. You yeah. tell them you're from Slinger, and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, nobody does. Nobody does. So you're here at Ladies of the Mill. I am. You were one of the original group, weren't I, you? Yes, I was. That first meeting... Mm-hmm. And now the second meeting. What do you think? This is amazing. I mean, just seeing what Jill and Christina put together and, it's you huge. know, all of you vendors, too, just the support from you is just wonderful. I mean, no words can even explain it, but just seeing how many smiling faces are here and the support that we have from each other and the vendors like you. Yeah. I mean, this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for everyone here. It's amazing how many smiles and hugs are going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't even have a conversation because someone else is coming up and hugging you. Isn't and, that crazy? Yeah. It's fun. And it's then you won the award. Oh, please. <laughs> My uh, That Guy that Award. That Guy Award. Yep. I'm apparently, I'm that guy. We all know you're that guy. <laughs> I guess it's all about what's following that guy. You're that guy who... <laughs> Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Well, you were up on stage. Sure was. Yeah. And that was just peachy. I was not expecting it at all. No, either was I. Uh, they gave everybody the mic, mm-hmm. except for me, which I was fine with. <laughs> they did give you a mic. It just well, didn't work. Yeah. I mean, the sta- yeah, the award thing is the mic, but yeah. they gave everybody else the mic, and everybody said a few words, but they never gave it to me, and I was perfectly I'm actually happy about that. Did you hear the first word that came out of my mouth? No, I couldn't oh. catch it. What'd you say? <laughs> Password. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was nice. just like, oh, come on. <laughs> Everyone knows how much I love this. I mean, how many years did it take you to get me on this podcast? Uh, let's see. I've known you since before the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this oh. long. You put a microphone in front of me, and I just clam up. So yeah, it's yeah. amazing that you can you can manage that many people. It's and different because isn't it? They're but family. it's weird. But it's really not. <laughs> yeah. It's just people. It is, but they're family. Uh, you know, it's my team is my family. Half this room is your family. It is. It is, but it's not. You're not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> that is too funny. Well, Jen, yeah. it was wonderful to finally have you on this podcast thank you so much you're a bright light in the industry i try i love to run into you at all the shows 
I try. Just well, keep doing what you're doing. You put a smile on everyone's face. So. Who, me? Yes. Well, that's because they're laughing at me, but oh, I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. it. But please, yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. And I will continue to always see you at all the shows. Thank I you will so be here. much. Thank you, Elvis. Thank you. Are you going to do the accent? I don't, thank God. <laughs> I can't hold it. I think you just start with it and then slowly morph to your normal voice. And they'll think someone else came into it. <laughs> Everybody hear me okay? Yeah. Hear Everybody you. hear each other okay? Yeah. Awesome. We can't get too excited because somebody's presenting. But, you know, I'm super excited to be joined today by someone I think I've tried to get on the podcast a few times over the years. Who's always well, found a reason kind of not to. Usually there's a, hey, are you free tomorrow? Well, yeah, <laughs> I do that a lot too. <laughs> Well, you're not just waiting around for the phone call? <laughs> I, I did for a little while. <laughs> Mark Ferguson from Vulcan. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Here, it's finally good to finally connect. Yeah, that's great. I mean, even the lab I was at before, we used Vulcan a ton. I'm interested to hear the story on how it happened. But also join us, Jeremy Wohler. Yes. Second time on. Second time. You were with another company the first time. Now... You're with Vulcan? I am. Or is it with BioHorizon? Vulcan. 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 Completely separate company? It's a wholly owned subsidiary. Nice. Nice. And for the first time, Ashley. Boggs. Boggs. Yep. The one and only. Yeah? Probably not. No? (laughs) I don't know. So I don't know you. Where do you fit into the Vulcan mix? I'm a product development engineer for both BioHorizons and Vulcan. An engineer? An engineer. Did you go to school for engineering? Biomedical engineering. Biomedical engineering. Did you specialize in dental? I did not, but I co-opted with BioHorizons while I was at UAB, and then I was able to just come on full-time when I graduated. What does that mean? It was like a work student Yeah, so I worked internship? 40 hours a week, didn't take classes for a semester, then back to school for a semester, back to work for a semester. With um, BioHorizon? Yeah. And what did you think of dental implants when you got into it? They are small. <laughs> I was <laughs> working in a lab at, at UAB that did hip replacements. Oh, okay. And yep. so going from something much larger sure. to something so small. But it, it's a cool industry. Yeah. I got to see some surgeries pretty early on and see what kind of change and effect that can have on someone who yep. doesn't have especially full large treatment. And I, and I like it. I got to work with Vulcan pretty early on right as they were starting the company and getting it off the ground. I actually was at Vulcan before Mark was at Vulcan. What? I thought you started Vulcan, no, honestly. Not me. Really? <laughs> You're not taking blame for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anything in BioHorizons catalog you design? Yeah. That you could say, this is mine. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Uh, Laser lock? Is that what it's called? Oh, that's totally <laughs> mine. Is it really? No, it's oh. definitely not. That was before my time. Let's see. When I was a little baby co-op, I did a very short uh, 050 driver uh, uh-huh. for the posterior. Oh, okay. Um, our tapered ridge expanders. I did those. No idea what that is. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, okay. Um, I do know BioHorizon has one of the longest drivers out there. Is that true? Do we know? I don't know. I've had to order your BioHorizon long driver a few times in my years. You have an extra long, too, I think. I think that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. has one of the extra longest ones. That's Something you should be proud of. You should get it on t shirts. Yeah. Who's got the longest trivia. driver? Yeah. A little product trivia. <laughs> you do any of the tie bases or impression copings or anything that we would be familiar with? I'm trying to think. I've definitely supported it a lot. Like our yep. uh, Snap Scan Bodies, I supported that project. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. I didn't start it. No. I did help finish it. Yeah. Excellent. It's been fun. I've done a lot more of the library development. So our three shape, ExoCAD, all of that. That's that's my doing. Yeah, that's a headache. I know. (laughs) It's not easy. It's fun to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's easier to work with on your end, three shape or ExoCAD? Or dental wings. (laughs) 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 What's dental Uh, wings? Does anyone bother to still make libraries for that thing? Uh, I sure bothered with it. Did you really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, probably what I like about 3Shape is that we can sign and lock our libraries ourselves. So when we're done with oh. it, we can use our key and, and send it out with ExoCAD. It's probably a good thing that they want to check it before it goes into yeah. their software, but it does just add time. And oh, so 3Shape just says three go shape, for it. Yeah, they, if it doesn't work, we'll it, find out. It's your out. fault. Ooh. Yeah, and kind of thing. Interesting. Did yeah. not know that about them. They do check it if it's going to be on their download page. Oh, on their personal, but it doesn't have to be. No, no it doesn't. Yeah. Are you guys on their personal download page? Yep. So you, you got the okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three shapes. Yeah. Of, yeah. 
Yeah. What about you, Mark? I, I mean, I mentioned I thought you owned Vulcan, honestly. I mean, I've been seeing you at shows. God, where did I meet you? At a lab track show, maybe? For I, I want to say we maybe first met at DLOAC when it was still in the nice hotel. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> they so, started to blend together, honestly. Yeah, but I, I think we met when I was still at Core 3D. Oh, I did not. I didn't even realize you were with them. So I was Core 3D for six years, and then uh, I've been at Vulcan for six years. Vulcan was started by the COO of BioHorizons, Todd Strong, um, who is also employee one of BioHorizons. Oh, that was started a year, year and a half before I got there. Okay, and it was run basically by an engineer who gave a year and a half. Uh, so instead of two weeks, he gave a year and a half. So they started looking. <laughs> so BioHorizon says we need to have custom abutments? Yeah. So I got to know BioHorizons because at Core 3D, we were their first authorized milling center. That's right. And yeah. So I got to know a lot of the people who worked out. And at the time I came to Vulcan, I was looking to get out of Vegas. Um, yeah. You know, I, had a, I was traveling a ton. Two daughters, one Teenage, one preteen, Vegas. Yeah, probably Dad not a good place to raise a, lot. a kid. Yeah. yeah, Birmingham kept coming up, and then the, this opportunity came up, and it just—it's it, been great. Why did they stop their partnership with Core 3D? Did they just wanted control and they needed regulatory? Yeah, could, could have been a big reason. Uh, that's usually most of the reasons for half of this stuff. Yeah, they started Vulcan. It was initially just going to be run like a lab without regulatory. And that's uh, why it was a separate company, because BioHorizons yes. regulatory is very, very much by the book. Sure. And then two months after I started, I think, was when we got our registered with the FDA. Yep. <laughs> so it was short-lived of freedom. Living. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> Just hack it down. It's fine. Fits yeah. good enough. Yeah. Yep. But now you're legit. <laughs> we, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so you do only biohorizon implant or you guys cover it all not at all but we started out only doing biohorizons yep. and then with the henry shine owning biohorizons and also owning camlog so henry shine owns biohorizon yeah i did not know that and they also own camlog so yep. we brought in camlog i think a year and a half and into freedent don't they own that too not oh is that dense supply i don't know yeah, i think that's dense supply i could be yeah. wrong yeah Nobody uses it anyways. Um, and then, what, a year, two, two years ago, I think, is when we partnered with Elos MedTech. Um, 2019. Yep, Elos. So three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys also got a mini. Yeah, uh, the Interlock. MDL Interlock. Yes. I hope you stopped doing those. Of course not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate O-rings. But, uh... Me, me too. So, yeah, you started doing just BioHorizon. We started out as just Bio, then we added Camlog, and then we added Elos. And with Elos being in Denmark, they had to get a 510K on their parts. So they needed a validated milling center in the United States, and it was a it was a good fit. Sure. We were looking to expand beyond, you know, the authentic stuff. Yeah. Um, just... For mixed cases, for any different number of reasons, and um, they needed a validated milling center, and I think they had tried a couple others that either didn't, didn't, didn't work, work out yeah. regulatory-wise or other. Um, Elos is big now. They actually worked with Professor Brandemark and made the first dental implants. Really? So they've been in it for a little while. Yeah. A uh, <laughs> couple days. A couple days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they work with most major implant companies, whether it just be through torque wrenches sure. or whatever. But they're already working with all the implant companies. They worked with Three Shape and developed the first scan bodies. Yeah. They're the two... P- uh, companies are about an hour away from each other. Yeah. Obviously, a long relationship with Nobel with those scan bodies. And, yeah. And some of their other parts and pieces. So Elos is what Nobel uses. Yeah. And when they came over, they didn't start with Nobel? It was you guys? Well, they could have for some of the distributed products. But yeah. for like titanium abutments or for tie bases, Nobel was already making those through Procera. Yeah. So they didn't need. Or was it BioCAD back then? When we're looking at it, it was definitely, it's definitely Procera. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's only three years ago. Sure. But because Procera or even BioCAD back in the day already had all these other connections, they didn't need, didn't need to partner with somebody. Interesting. Yeah. Then why'd you bring this guy on, Jeremy? 
I think <laughs> they question that every out. day. I still, <laughs> still want to know why they brought me on. No, seriously, what do you do with uh, Vulcan? I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah? No, I help support the, the BioHorizons reps with the Vulcan products. Okay, yeah, so there's a lot of BioHorizon reps out there. So we have it separated in regions, just like uh, I cover kind of the West Coast regions. Yep. So I have two regions that I cover over there, and then we have, I think we, right now we have five total that cover the... The seven that were that's right. We just hired two more. So yeah. So there's you have seven. seven reps out in the country. Yeah. They represent BioHorizon or Vulcan. They, they represent Vulcan. Yeah. That's separate from the BioHorizon reps. Mm-hmm. Correct. Interesting. So you're visiting labs, or are you going to dentists, or both? Both. Yeah. Yeah. We visit both. We support both, and then generally we try to get the the BioHorizons reps to kind of do the same thing and, and help, and we support them. Sure. Uh, as needed from that. So again, what do you do? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, a, a lot of what, what I, I do a few different things. So for the most part, though, I'm I'm supporting my reps and helping them yep. with their uh, education classes. We'll yep. do classes for doctors or um, surgeons. We'll have them for labs too. Absolutely, partner labs that we'll try to help out. And then we just try to keep it so that that they know all the parts and pieces to be used on that restoration process. So, yep. and we do it all digital, right? So. Digital is kind of the new thing in the industry. It's starting sure, to get more, sure, and, and sure. doctors are getting more and more behind it. Labs are getting more and more behind it, and so we're kind of trying to bridge that gap. Is kind of the, the role that we play yeah. and make sure that everything runs smoothly and predictable. Yep. Um, just pr- provide solutions. Yep, absolutely. So you got BioHorizon reps out selling the BioHorizon implant, and then you got Vulcan reps out there selling the restorative part, mm-hmm. and it's completely separate. Or do they teamwork? We team. Do, do you? We do a lot of team. Yeah, do you guys know the Indiana rep, Damon? Damon McFarland? Yeah. He's great rep, great He's guy. awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Way overdressed. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. There's a few of them. I mean, I there like is. the guy, but every time I see him, I'm like, "What are we having tea later? I mean, what, you know, it's like tails and a scarf and <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah. So no, what's Vulcan no. working on? Anything exciting coming up or... You know, we're working with Elos to get uh, to help get some more parts into the into the country. So that you the, don't have their full library yet. No, yeah. their library is pretty extensive outside the United States. Just different regulatory bodies. Sure. So, um, we're helping them get some get some more parts and pieces and more options in the states. Do you have to redesign everything, Ashley, for American FDA? Do you have to submit all that, or not have to redesign it? But we do put it in our own library versus. Elo's having it in theirs, uh, so that so we, we can because pull it, it into your we DMEs. can pull it into our. Well, we can also pull it into our CAM software, so it automatically picks the right holder and fixture and oh, like wow. strategy. So since we can control the way it's tagged, we can control it on the back end, which helps our production team. Oh, nice! Decrease errors. Oh, because you're milling the abutments, you got to have that whole workflow. Yep. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Yeah, try and do. I mean, we're under constant, continuous improvement, trying to eliminate human errors. You know, sure. It's, it's nicer when you can blame it on a computer. <laughs> How much of it is automated? At this point, we're not very automated. Okay. Our, like our production guys, we're running a 16-hour day, and they're Whoa. going out to the machines and changing parts out. Wow. Every 15 minutes or so. so yeah. But yeah, it's it's a tough job, and when, you, when you're doing as much as we are, it's not hard to mix things yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, a now. Zimmer or a BioHorizon 3.5 and a... 4.5 is that the two of them i think mm-hmm. yeah i mean those are right next to each other i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely how long does it take to mill an abutment uh with our process it's about 15 minutes that's it why is it so quick i don't understand that emax well, takes what like 50 minutes yeah. well t- it's, it's not a ceramic so you don't well, have I to slow that. down yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but you know we're buying all of our parts with the connections pre- pre-manufactured sure so you know, even a typical CNC machine, five-axis that we use, or that even a dental lab would use, they're not made for making connections. Yeah. So we buy those parts, and then it's just a matter of getting the one tool big enough to hog out a lot of the titanium, and a couple small tools to put to put in the details. So it is water-based when you mill titanium. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 You use the oil water? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that helps prolong the life of the tools, helps you go a little bit faster. And, you know, titanium's actually f- quite flammable when it gets into small chips. So oh. you need that to, so that the machine doesn't blow up. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I did not know that. How, how, how big is your burr bill every year? I imagine it's pretty intense. Yeah. You I, don't have to tell me the exact number. I, I don't... <laughs> 
it's more I, I see it go through once a week. And I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. I bet you it's a lot. I can't imagine. How many mills are running? Nine. Nine? I was going to say eight. Eight or nine. nine. How loud is it in the room? It's a big room with a high ceiling, but I'm glad yeah. I don't work in there all day. <laughs> Love it. And there's no post-processing, is there? Yeah, we post-process all the titanium abutments. Uh, we, basically, all we do is we polish under the margin. Okay. So with the connection that BioHorizons has, it's, we, we want to protect that connection, but we do want to get the burr marks off from underneath the margin. So you do that by hand? Yep. How many people are doing this? It's part of our production team, which we have currently nine people. Nine production and seven sales? Seven sales, nine production. Sounds like you're I mean, we're, busy. We're, <laughs> we're at about a total of 29 people. Yeah. And we have put this out there. We have five open positions right hey, now. put it out there. <laughs> Absolutely. The Lovely Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, what's in Birmingham? Anything? Are you all? Or did you move? No, no. no, I'm still in Washington State. Yeah. Yeah, we just had the World Games. Uh, world Games of what? It's, it's Cricket? The no. World Games. You have to look it up. It, uh, tug of War was a sport. Sumo wrestling. Oh, uh, that's what I do. Canopy piloting. Punch ball. Canopy? Canopy piloting. What does that even mean? So they, they've they got their, they jump out of the plane, and it's a sport of how you can land at certain targets, come in, like just coming in at, a, like I think they said oh. 80 miles per hour or something like that. That's what they hit and on the Birmingham ground. Birmingham is where they do this. Uh, well, th- this was part of the, so the World Games are like the the, the runner-up to the Olympics. So oh, it's a lot of sports that aren't go. Olympic material. Interesting. But it, it's, it functions in the same way where countries come and compete. You have opening ceremony, medals. Oh. And so they were here for about 10 days. Uh, fistball was another really fun one that we watched in the office a little bit. Fistball? It's like volleyball, kind of. But you can only f- hit the ball with your fist. <laughs> <laughs> it. It was so interesting to watch different sports that aren't popular or just aren't played here. And trying to figure out the rules. Trying to figure out the yeah. rules. Yeah. You don't look them up. You just go and, you say, and oh, you just say, what's happening? Apparently you're not allowed to look to the left or something. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. This is a great polling for Birmingham, Alabama. I mean, I'm ready to move right now. Yeah, you never know what you'll find. <laughs> but do you guys do bars? Yes, we do. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Jeremy, uh, you know, with his history, his really long history. I'm just kidding. Back before I had hair. (laughs) (laughs) So what bars do you do? Bars we still consider a medical device, so we're really only on the BioHorizon system for bars. Okay. Implant or above and level. And, you know, if if we can design it, we can mill it. Nice. So do you do the designs? We've just recently released a mill-only program. Ashley's pointing at herself. Did you do this? That was my that was my baby project. So yeah. allowing labs to design their own. Yeah. So why we, is that? Was that hard? I mean, well, we wanted a way to have a quality check because what we didn't want to do is say that if you design it yourself, you don't get a warranty. That's what a lot of people do now is you can design it, but we can't check it. So then it's all, it's up to you. Yeah, it ain't gonna fit. It was yeah. like, well, can we find a way? You know, we have all these scanners that we know are accurate. Can we find a way to back scan the machine bar, compare it to the patient scan, look at those two different sets of implant coordinates, create a tolerance band of as long as it's within this much vertically and this much uh, horizontally, then it, then, it, then it should fit, right? Or yeah. at least it, it, it's accurate to the patient scan. If you take a bad scan, obviously it's not going to fit. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what, that's what I helped to develop. Wow. And, and that's kind of cool. Released yeah. that earlier this year, which means that you can get a mill-only bar and still keep your warranty and... What is the warranty on the bar? Lifetime. Lifetime. What? Yeah. Lifetime of who? The patient? The doctor? You guys? Well, it I is. Mean, <laughs> it, it would be the patient because you can't really put it in somebody else's mouth afterwards. I mean, Jeremy could figure out how to do it. <laughs> Just cut it here, weld it there. It fits. I'm down to try. <laughs> how long did that process take? Much longer than I thought. Yeah. So we wanted to, to launch it at lab day. 2021 i think and then it just conveniently got canceled so i pushed my deadline to lab day 2022 which is when it <laughs> just nice. about was just when we finished it uh it took a little while to to get those tolerancing right and yep. uh, get the programming so you've done some bars gotten feedback no one's having it fit issues no, no. it's gone well. awesome we've had one that had a fit issue and we asked the lab to send us the model and we found out that one of their multi-units was their analogs was damaged oh so the scan body didn't fit so yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. nothing's going to fit after Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, and the turnaround time is kind of nice too. For that's what I'm getting feedback from the labs right now that 
labs generally want the product about the time they hit enter on the send on the. I wanted it the know? day before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so turnaround times is a big deal. What is it? Well, on, on a good day. On a good. Well, <laughs> so it's hard for me because I'm on the west coast, and unfortunately, time change. So my my side, they have to get it in pretty much by 10 a.m. on their uh, submittal. But that's that's oh, 12 for us. That's 12. So, so you need it by noon central. central. Yep. To get it out that day. No, it's a three-day in-house for, three for manufacturing for yep. bars. Okay. And then you ship it out next day, so about three-day turnaround. That is pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. Yeah, but you only do that on BioHorizon right now. Yeah. Is that coming to it, do them on other ones? You know, our status with the FDA is we're a contract manufacturer. Yep. So BioHorizon's got the 510K on the bars. So we've talked to Camlog. You know, that's sister company, but... There's not enough Camlock bars for them to invest in Camlock implants out there. I mean, I don't see very much. I mean, maybe in parts of the country, but I don't see it. Yeah, you got a couple couple people that are big Camlock users. Yeah. But, no, it's definitely not one of the big ones out there. So it's not worth the effort for Camlock to get the 510K. Yep. We Uh, do. uh, Conelog, they have the. Conelog. The Biohorizons multi-unit for Conelog. Which, so if they're using that, we could mill the bar for that because it's same platform. Yeah. same platform. I can't tell you how many doctors screwed up those packages because it's cam and cone, and they're so similar. And the company's cam log. Yeah. Which you're on the phone. you got to use a cone log. No, it's cam log. No, I know it's cam log. You need a cone log. <laughs> and then the easy system, which is not anything but, you know. No, it's not easy? No. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's internal hex connection and oh. it was supposed to be their digital solution and it yeah do you have a favorite brand name of implant mm-hmm. no i don't even not really i mean i always thought strawman was easy to work with but in indiana where i'm from where my lab was strawman country 90 mm-hmm. percent strawman and then a spattling of everything else but my horizons was picking up when i left the lab they're doing well and that's why vulcan was formed to, you know make sure that we have the full solution for Anything that they want to do on a biohorizons. Yeah. Um, Why was it named Vulcan? Do we know? Yes. Uh, Huge. Ashley's Trek. the local uh, Birmingham person, so <laughs> maybe I'll. Let I have her. Been, there's a there's a statue in Birmingham of Vulcan. That's his name. Okay. Um, the god of the forge. God of the forge. Like Vulcan forging has forging like steel. Yeah. Kind of, okay. So yeah, we're yeah. Steel City. Oh, okay. That's kind of the roots of Birmingham. I don't know well enough to to feel good about stating Birmingham history, but uh, <laughs> I think Birmingham was the Let's second largest. Let's take us on a tour, shall we? <laughs> they were the second largest steel city in the country. Really? So there's a lot of naming of things in, yeah. that, in that, you know, Steel and City, Vulcan, Forge, all of that is, you see that a lot around town. I thought it was a Star Trek reference. And but most people do. Now I'm sad it's and not. <laughs> it's For whatever you, you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> For Elvis, we'll change it to yes. Star Trek. Yes. Our new implant, the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> the Vulcan statue in Birmingham is the largest cast iron statue in the world. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Should make it down there sometime. Yeah. You guys give tours? You guys let yeah. people come in, take yeah. it out, take a look? Yep. That's cool. I bet you a lot of people would like to see that operation. Well, we're yeah. going to show you where the barbecue is. There you go. Bars, abutments, anything else you guys are working on? Surgical guides and oh, yeah? kind of the case in a box. So yeah. Oh, you're doing the yeah. So we've been doing the case in a box for a few years, actually. Is that what you call it? We call it GRS for guided restorative solutions. That's better than smile in a box, which is the dumbest name. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I putting think that out there. I hate it. Internally, I think we're not. Not everybody's thrilled with GRS either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it means, but yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, we're using Three Shape Implant Studio. We're offering prosthetics at time of surgery. We're ordering the the implants from BioHorizons for the doctor. So make it as easy as possible. Put it all in one box. You'll get impressions or a scan, and then from that surgical guide, implants, restorative options, and then a, a temporary. Yep. Yeah, so healer or temporary. Either yeah. custom healers, uh, screw retain temps, whatever, whatever's needed. And you're doing all that in Birmingham? Yep. The guides, though, they're being designed. The The surgical planning of it is not being done by, like, a technician sitting behind the desk. But it's actually clinicians that are that are doing the guides. Oh, you have clinicians designing the surgical guides. Mm-hmm. If the doctor doesn't want to. So if the doctor has three shape and implant studio, the doctor can go ahead and design that and send that to us, and we can work with it. But 
Um, otherwise, we'll design, but it has to be a clinician. I'm sure most of them just do this for me. Yeah. 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 Just give it and say, please no make it work. Yeah. Yeah. But we're kind of one of the, the few that actually has a clinician that's designing the guide, and it's not a lab technician that's designing it. Not that I'm saying I'm, I'm a lab tech, right? Yeah, so come on, man. I've designed <laughs> Staying right here. Right. But, you know, you still want to make sure that the right people are doing the design. No, absolutely. And what do you team viewer in and let the yeah. the surgeon make that final call and sign off on it and move things exactly. this way and that so way? Exactly. Yeah. So they'll send a, an email with a little bit of a video. Uh, the doctor will go over it and okay it. If the doctor doesn't like something that's placed, the doctor can go ahead and schedule a time there's a scheduler on that email they can schedule a time with that planner and go over you know on a phone or a team's conversation saying what they want changed nice and then the approval goes and then we can go from there and make we'll make the guide in birmingham have the sleeves all in it everything's done yeah no need for a conversion Mm -mm. now what if they don't follow the guide well because you know that happens you know they're yeah if you call an audible then i mean there's things that (laughs) things can be uh there's things that can be a little more difficult, and yeah. you know the rest- restoration is not going to obviously going to be won't fit, uh, won't fit. Yeah, right? you know it's not going to be clocked right. So, but you know that's one of the cool things being that we're in the fabrication side of it, and then we have the implant side of it as well. We're able to have the implant rep educate that doctor at the same time. A lot of times, the in- implant reps at the surgery they'll mm-hmm. be there, so they can kind of when the, when that audible gets called, they can inform and make sure that we can get a way to get around it. I mean, we always have a yeah, um, there's always a workaround, right? That's always. What labs do. There's a solution. That's what technicians are for, sure. So they have everybody. We have, I mean, that's kind of the cool thing. You got Mark, who was who's a technician, that's that's running. The, you didn't the just side. pop up to Core 3D and just start. You have a background before then? No. <laughs> no. No? No, yeah, no. Of course. Uh, yeah, I bench technician. Oh, really? Okay. Got into digital dentistry in 2002. Did you own a lab, your own lab? Or? No. no. Worked for Matt Roberts for a little while sure. at the start of my career. Worked at a couple labs in Utah and then made my way down to LVI. Yeah. Um, really got into digital deep uh, at LVI in yep. 2006. I think we were one of the first labs in the country with a three-shape. So, yeah. Um, six years at LVI and then then same family opened the Core 3D Center. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And... Uh, I was doing all the three-shape education for North America for Core 3D for wow. six years. So. Yeah. So that's what you kept me on stuff. the... I used to. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed a little bit since now I was really in the weeds. it's all just administrative and yeah, making sure the burr bill gets paid. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, shared services with BioHorizons. They make sure. <laughs> there you go. That's got to be nice. <laughs> but, yeah, now it's a little bit more out of the day-to-day, but... Yeah. Um, able to kind of look and you know we have our basically the head of dedicam which is camlog's version of vulcan in germany okay he's actually in birmingham for six months right now oh Um, so a lot of collaboration um between the two companies just kind of looking at what we can do digitally for different regions of the world a little bit and yeah, Does word spread right in Vulcan when BioHorizons come in? Like the suits are coming, the suits are coming. Everybody clean up. Everybody. I, I have walked through before and said, okay, guys, tour's coming through. So if we could just like no, clean I it up it. a little bit. I get it. Um, I ran into a lab and the owners told me, they say once a week, I got some VPs coming through later tonight. Let's clean up. And they just do it just to get them to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably going to get taken back. <laughs> Get some people coming through Thursday night. You'll be gone, but clean up. <laughs> I mean, we have we have doctors come through BioHorizons, and we're in the main headquarters. So oh, it's, it's all in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah. So if a doctor comes in, they're going to get a tour of BioHorizons, and yeah, you know, Vulcan. our machines show a little bit more than the BioHorizons production machines that are there. So um, yeah, they actually get used. Yeah. yeah. Well, BioHorizons does about ten. Is it? What, a little less than 10% of their production in Birmingham? It's not much. Where's the rest of it? California. Oh, really? Yeah, about Oceanside. Yeah. Why do they do such a small amount in Birmingham and large in California? Do we know? They had initially partnered with a company that when Henry Schein completed the purchase, they bought this production company. That makes sense, yeah. Um, and, you know, Oceanside is place where there's just a lot of manufacturing a lot of implant companies do yeah a lot of stuff over there a lot of come out of california um, and the one that's it's precision one medical that's now owned by biohorizons they were actually doing most of biohorizons work but also a lot some work for a lot of other implant companies so nice. 
they just do a fantastic job. It was a big thing that when Henry Schein completed the purchase of Bio, Bio, they, the Todd Strong and Steve Bogan, the CEO and COO, said, "Now we have to buy Precision One." So. Yeah. So, ladies of the mill, I only have one lady here. Why did you guys participate in this meeting? What was the draw? You know, I had heard a lot of great feedback after the one from last year. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's a quick drive for Ashley and I up from Birmingham. And Yeah, you know, I guess it is. There's yeah. worse places to be than Nashville. Yep. <laughs> Birmingham's one of them. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I just heard really good things about the about it last year. Had the opportunity to be involved. And yep. absolutely, we wanted to be involved. And sure. Uh, that's Ashley's here, and our new marketing person, Claire, is walking around somewhere, yep. probably taking pictures. So get, Doing get marketing people, things, yep. Yep. Nice get people exposed and see what we can do. And you brought Jeremy, why? <laughs> clown, just to be a clown. <laughs> I'm just ragging on you, man. No, no you're good. You're it's good. good to see you again, always. I, just, I was actually in the corporate headquarters for some training. Oh, so that's an easy. So yeah. It was an easy couple hours. Pop drive up, up here yeah. Go back. And I had to hang out with Ashley, which was not, you know, like I personally, I probably would have just stayed back in Birmingham if I'd have known that. But I would have preferred that. Right. <laughs> no, it's great. You know, what's kind of cool, though, is when you go into a company and, and you start working with them, you start to kind of get figure out kind of how their heart beats and everything sure. like works together. Sure. It's cool to see you got you got Mark, that's a technician, you got Ashley, it's an engineer, and it's kind of a small family type thing. And yeah. literally customers have called and spoke to Ashley I mean, how many companies can you call and actually speak to the engineer that's in charge of the projects? wouldn't even know how to talk to an engineer, honestly. I would be intimidated, and my words would be too short. So. Well, you're doing a good job now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing great, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that says a lot for the company. That's why I like, I like working with them and doing that stuff. Yeah, so. that's cool. Continue growth and change and keep progressing in the industry. That's Absolutely. Well, awesome, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. I was going to say sitting down, but we're not sitting, standing yeah. around, giving us a story of Vulcan, BioHorizons. Great. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Awesome. Thanks. Appreciate it. Have a great rest of the show. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Two dynamic teams have joined forces to rock the intraoral scanning world. Whitmix has added the three-shape Trios line of scanners to its line of digital solutions for the dental office. Together, this dynamic duo can get your dentist scanning, providing you the reliable scans you need for your lab work. If you're interested in learning more about helping your dentist, head over to tinyurl.com slash Trios. That's T-R-I-O-S. Again, that's the word tiny, URL.com slash Whitmix, T-R-I-O-S. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix. A huge thanks to Kelly, Jen, Ashley, Mark, and Jeremy for joining Elvis at the pre-boot at Ladies of the Mill Summit to tell you guys' amazing story and to share with us what you've learned over the years. And yes, I'm still upset that I couldn't make it, but I swear I'll be there next year. And after hearing these amazing conversations, I'm even a little more bummed. I won't miss it next year. And I know it can only get better. I'd like to say one more amazing thank you to Asiga for putting together the contest. Congratulations to Yvonne for winning the package. And guys, everyone else, take advantage of that $1,000 off available to the, for the great printer. Check your emails. All right, everybody. That's all we got for you. Good luck on uh, Triathlon Barb. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Cubby's going to do it with me. (laughs) Just go. Let's go. We have no time.